Hey guys, in this episode, I'm going to discuss some topics that uh, I've been mulling around in my head a little bit. Now, when you hear the following episode, yes, I do my typical Taylor style. There's a little bit of tangential ranting, a little bit of yelling, a little bit of fighting and punching and tearing. No, I'm just joking. Uh, There is a little bit of ranting though. Uh, I do go off on some tangents, but I think they're good. I think they're enjoyable. Uh, But this episode is mainly about masculinity and not necessarily so political, but um, how I view the growth of men in our current environment and how I think that there are some concrete steps that young men can take to, um, to take back their masculinity. And these are based off of things that I'm doing myself and also a lot of things that I've been reading that have helped a lot of men. So take a listen. I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, uh, wait, let me back up. I know you'll enjoy it. So you can follow me on my YouTube channel uh, at Taylor Space Stutch, T-A-Y-L-O-R Space Stutch, S-T-U-C-H. My website is tstutch.com, T-S-T-U-C-H.com. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, tstutch1. Email me, you pricks, at tayradio1 at gmail.com. Tay, T-A-Y, radio, the number one, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy. Hey guys, let's talk a little bit about the manosphere. So, if you are not familiar, the quote-unquote manosphere is a... I like to say it's an area on Twitter, but it's not really an area. If you know how Twitter works, people talk about the different places on Twitter. Of course, these are virtual spaces, and it's determined uh, where it's determined based on who you follow. So, if you follow a group of people, then you will start to see more. You'll see the people they follow and the people they retweet. So that's how you get into these different sections of Twitter. So if you follow a couple fitness guys, then you'll see the fitness guys retweeting, um, commenting, and liking other fitness content a lot of the times. And so then if you follow those people, then you have this effect where you're following a whole bunch of fitness guys and you're seeing lots of fitness stuff, lots of retweets, likes, comments about fitness material. And um, so there's like fitness. There's something called the manosphere which is about being a man. And it's so interesting to me that we are seeing this in our current time. Um, I actually had a, uh, a discussion. This is a little tangential point here. Uh, I like to use the word tangential. It makes me sound smart. makes me sound edumacated. Um, so a little tangential point here. I was on Twitter, and I had the most respectful Twitter discussion I've ever had with somebody, and it was fairly brief, and it wasn't that deep of a discussion, but the person, I was trying to be a little bit uh, provocative, you know me, and I put out there, hashtag feminism is antinatalist. What I meant by that is that um, the, at least modern day, and you know, you just put things out there because uh, there's no point in me going and clarifying and uh, qualifying everything I say. So I said, okay, I'm going to just throw this bitch out there. Uh, feminism is antinatalist because basically antinatalism is where it's a, like a kind of a movement or idea where they believe that uh, we shouldn't have any more kids. 
uh, that like having kids is not a good thing. Um, and so I'm saying feminism is an antinatalist movement because it encourages women to not have kids. Um, now, of course, that is a debatable statement. Uh, and I understand it. I totally understand that people are going to pull certain things from feminism, right? Some people are like, well, no, it encourages women to pursue what they want to pursue and blah, blah, blah. I'm just focusing on the um, most potent negative aspects of modern feminism. Modern feminism is not about like equality of rights or equality of opportunity. Um, it's all about uh, trying to make women dominant over men and have a society where um, the ideas of women dominate over the ideas of men and that women are free to do what they want um, only if it corresponds with feminist ideals. So if a woman wants to be a stay-at-home mom and have you know, and have kids, that's redundant. If a woman wants to be a stay-at-home mom, something like that, a more traditional role, then uh, in today's society, it is looked at as negative. Now, of course, not everybody thinks that way. I'm making general statements here. You'll find plenty of people who agree that uh, a woman should be able to be a stay-at-home mother. There's nothing wrong with that, but it definitely is highly frowned upon. Um, most women... Uh, most uh, young women around my age, I'm in my 20s, uh, most of them, I'm in my late 20s now, and so it's a little bit different. Uh, people are beginning to get a little bit more serious around this age looking for somebody because they, if they want to have kids, if they want to keep that door open, then they understand that it's important to not fuck around too long <laughs> into your 30s because um, that kind of closes the window of when you can have kids, but Definitely women in their early 20s now through their mid-20s are mostly focused in general on career, uh, independence, things like that. It's not all bad for sure. I mean nothing's all bad or all good. Um, it really depends on what you want to do. <clears throat> but the focus of career is looked at as a good thing but the focus of wanting to settle down and have a family or find a guy to have a family with – in your early 20s is uh, now looked at fairly negatively. Uh, a lot of women would be accused of internalizing misogyny, internalizing the patriarchy because they want to do a traditional role. So, <clears throat> um, oh, pardon me on that. Uh, so we're in a interesting uh, situation here where the environment has changed a lot for men and women and where exactly was I going with that? I wanted to talk about the manosphere. Um, anyway, uh, the environment is – oh, yeah, that's right. I was talking about uh, this discussion I had. So this, this uh, person on Twitter, I presume is a woman, but I don't know, was like uh, responded to my statement that feminism is antinatalist because – you know, uh, encouraging encouraging women to not have kids because it takes away from freedom or internalizes the patriarchy, all of that is kind of like, you know, that's kind of what's going on with modern day feminism. It's like, hey, don't have kids, just get a career, uh, sleep around like young dudes want to do and you'll be happy. Um, and it's so funny because no one's happy doing that. 
right? I mean, there's a very small proportion of people that actually just want to sleep around. My experience is uh, a lot of people think they want to sleep around when they're young. And then once they do it a couple times, they're like, oh, this isn't as fun as I thought, right? Like, especially from a guy's perspective, when you're younger, you're like, oh, I just want to like kind of get with her or get with her, get with her. You you know, you want to like get around all the time. But you find as you get a little bit older, you're like, oh, okay. So yes, don't get me wrong. It can be fun. But it's also like it's a lot of work to do that kind of shit most of the time. Um, you know, like you got to go out. You got to find someone. The other thing is this is like you got to be careful, right? You know, you don't know what these people have. You don't know um, what you don't, and you also don't want to accidentally get someone pregnant that you don't even know. <laughs> and also, it's not a steady stream, right? So, like, guys want to get laid all the time. But if you are having to do one night stands and get around from girl to girl, that's like, is you're not, that's not going to happen, right? Um, unless, like, that's totally your focus. But if you're like working, going to school, and you're busy, like, you're just not going to be able to do that all the time. Whereas if you're in a relationship, then um, <clears throat> access to that is going to be a lot higher. Anyway, um, this person was trying to tell me that um, that the problem with men... Oh, yeah. They asked me to clarify my statement on feminism, uh, why feminism is antinatalist. And I said, yeah, basically in order for women to not uh, to fight the patriarchy... They are supposed to be independent, uh, get a career, and not have kids. That's the idea. And then she responded and asked about, what do I think about male suicide rates and, uh, and domestic abuse? And they were trying to – she was trying to say, assuming it was a she, that these things like male suicide and, um, and domestic violence are based on patriarchy. And it's, it's – it's really a vague concept, and I do disagree with that. Uh, first off, I mean, like, what even is patriarchy? I mean, it's kind of an absurd concept. Um, but I, it, you know, it got me thinking. Well, there's, in today's society, we do lack a lot of outlets for men. And this person was trying to say that, like, well, maybe it's because men can't express their feelings, right? Like, men don't express their feelings, so they kill themselves, like they're not allowed to cry. They're supposed to be manly. So they're not encouraged to uh, – because men aren't encouraged to cry and because men are encouraged to be manly that more men are killing themselves. And that just – it just reeks of bullshit. It reeks of absolute bullshit. Um, I don't know who could put that kind of logic together. I mean just first off for one, the data, if that was the case – then you wouldn't see an increase in suicides now, right? Because now we are in the most feminized times I think we've been in in recent history. And when I mean feminized, I mean uh, female ideals dominate societal landscape, um, whether it be ideas about violence or whether it be ideas about you know how to treat people in you know the workspace or um, you know just in general. Like the PC culture is very feminine. Don't offend people. Be empathetic. All of this. There's nothing wrong with being empathetic, but you can be too empathetic. And so um, 
a lot of our current values in the culture war are very it's like very feminine ideas of like pc culture this that you know pc culture socialism these are very feminine things right socialism um i'm going to take from the wealthy and give to the poor i'm going to give to the needy um it's a very much like oh we must take care uh, of these people that's very that's more of a feminine type of instinct i know that's going to be controversial to say but fuck it um, so that's what I think. Now, the when it comes to the male suicide, I would expect that to decrease with this time because it's less masculine than we've probably seen in at least several hundred years. And uh, I would expect to see more suicides in the past because in the past, men were definitely not encouraged to cry. Men were not encouraged to express their feelings and emotions. Not nearly like they are today, but yet the suicide rate is high. And so this idea of like masculinity causing suicide is bullshit. Uh, I will explore this more after this uh, sponsor break. So in the current environment, it's very feminine, right? I've already said with PC culture, don't offend anybody. Don't say anything that will hurt anybody's feelings. Everything's about feelings, 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 feelings. Now, don't get me wrong. I think feelings are important. They're an important driver of uh, why we do what we do. Absolutely. That being said, uh, if we want society to function in the way that has got us to the technology we have today, to the government systems we have today, we didn't get there by uh, prioritizing everybody's feelings about everything. Right? Now, um, in the current uh, environment since it's more feminized there and it's it, it's partially like that because of technology as well technology has made things more feminized as well in that it's made hard work easier who traditionally did hard physical labor and hard physical work was men and so before technology before we had the pill and uh, really reliable birth control and modern government funding for children um you know, because that's a big deal, right? Before the government can enforce things like child support, before the government can give welfare, before the pill and reliable birth control, then you've got a situation where women are not able to go out and sleep around, okay? So they have to be very selective of who they get with because whoever they get with, there's a high chance they're going to get pregnant. This is, you know, say 100 years ago. Um, so there's, that is a real issue back then. Um, and then also, besides that, um, the type of physical work going on, you know, if if a man and a woman get married and they're having this and they're having the sexy time, which that's what they want to do, they want to have the sexy time, then the woman's probably going to have some kids, so she's not going to be able to go out and do the hard physical labor. So the man's going to have to go out and do that. Now that being said. Men have been doing some very hard physical labor for a long time, probably as long as men and women have been around. Women have also done some hard physical labor, uh, but that being said, men have likely done more of that throughout history. In our current environment, that's not the case. We don't uh, – most of our hard physical labor uh, in the United States and in Western uh, more quote-unquote developed Western nations – technologically developed Western nations. We don't have to do nearly as much hard physical labor. We have lots of machines. 
They can do hard physical labor. Um, plus, we can outsource hard physical labor to immigrants. So if that's like building houses and things like that. So a lot of Americans and Western uh, Europeans and Canadians um, can be isolated from the hard physical realities of work because they're not doing them. Now, as a result of this, I think that's one reason why we're seeing so many issues. That's one reason why we're seeing issues with men uh, finding their way. Also, there's a lot of having to do with men with single moms, being raised by single moms. Single moms, some some of them do a great job. Many of them do a great job. But they don't have, a lot of men don't have that male role model. So because men and women are different, we are not the same. Men and women express emotions and things differently. So um, if you don't have a father that can show you, oh, this is how you express yourself properly, then a lot of guys are going to grow up not knowing how to express themselves. And when I say that, I mean guys don't need to express themselves the same way as women um, most of the time. Obviously, there are some. there's going to be some overlap, but a lot of times – um, women are use crying as a, a lot to get out frustration and things like that. Personally, me, um, not the case. And with a lot of guys I know, not the case. And there's also not even that much of a need to cry. Like a lot of times the innate response to certain activities is not to cry. It's to get maybe angry. And that's not, that's not a socialized thing. That is a – like men have more testosterone. There's lots of, there's lots of things that show why men have um, – can have more aggression and a lot of that has to do with testosterone and hormonal differences. So men want to express maybe frustration or ambition um, and things like that very differently than women. Uh, I was listening to Dr. Drew on a podcast the other day and he talked about how you can see some of the structural differences in men and women's brains um, kind of relate to different types of behaviors. And so men tend to think more linearly. Um, women tend to think uh, differently. Uh, I don't remember exactly what he said. But so we – men and women have different ways of expressing ourselves. We also want to express different things. You know, Women have diff- – in general, women will experience some different types of feelings and emotions for during the same event or same uh, thing where a man – will have a different response, okay? So, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that we're different. We're not the same. But in the current environment we live in, it's hard for men to figure out what we can do to be men. And I've been thinking a lot about it. So like what kind of things could we tell like a young guy, like young men growing up um, that would help them stay strong and pursue some masculine activities in a technological and feminized world. And I've thought about some things. Um, one, I think every young guy needs to be a- exercising. And I don't mean just running, okay? I don't mean just some cardio. I mean every guy needs to lift weights. Not every dude, obviously, okay? I hate having to qualify myself in this environment, but. Uh, most young men, most guys um, who want to get to their full potential, you need to exercise. Like get out there, lift some weights, 
the uh, scientific research about hormonal uh, the hormonal benefits to testosterone and uh, you know it helps with mental clarity and you feel better you get stronger um, you know we need that because in our current environment you can go your whole life without doing physical labor and what does that do that makes you weak it makes you vulnerable right so it's like you should train in my opinion men need to train like some shit's going to go down right like train to get bigger and stronger uh train to be able to pick shit up and go somewhere with it right we got to get out that energy i think men should work out multiple times a week at a minimum in order to um like reach that full masculine male potential now of course like i'm not a fucking expert in this um i just know there's a lot of benefits to exercising and some of the personalities that I follow definitely push that as well. And I, I totally agree. I think a man who is strong physically um, is uh, – a man who's physically strong uh, through discipline and hard work is going to have a lot of advantages over a weak, physically weak man who's not disciplined enough to do that. Um, also, it helps you – it helps you get through – some of that frustration and anger. When I don't exercise for a long period of time, <clears throat> if I'm complacent, so like if I'm like traveling and doing a bunch of shit, that's one thing. You know, you're active, you're moving. But if I am not active and moving and I'm just sitting around, I'll tell you what, I get pissed, I get angry. Absolutely. Uh, but when I lift some heavy weights, oh, that disappears. Like if you're frustrated and angry about some shit and you go and you bench press like 200 pounds and um, you know depending on how big you are that's a lot of weight or you deadlift a bunch of fucking weight like that anger and frustration will disappear you're not gonna feel that anymore uh, the other thing I've been thinking about is I think more men need to be encouraged to take more risk so I think a lot of guys um, are naturally wired. We see this when we're young, right? A lot of people say that like young boys and guys and teenagers act stupid. Like we we're just we're tend to take more risk and do more stupid shit. Um, I think we need to encourage young men, and I mean women too if they want to, but this is more geared towards men to take more risk. Um, and when I say risk, I don't mean physically put yourself in danger. I'm talking about businesses. So. Um, in the current landscape, we don't go out and hunt anymore, right? You don't need to go out and hunt for food. So what's a good way to go out and hunt for food in the modern economy? Start a business, okay? So instead of taking your spear and sharpening it and going out into the woods with your group or individually, go ahead and get with that group or, or stay individual and start a business. Start a side hustle, right? I think this is fantastic for any young guy who's looking to uh, fulfill that need, that desire to provide for himself um, in a less controlled, um, in a less controlled technological way. Uh, and when I say controlled technological way, I mean like, I don't know, that's probably not the, the best way to put it. But um, at least in a uh, less predictable way. So starting a business it's going to be very uncertain, very unpredictable and starting uh, – and also – so beyond entrepreneurship, I think young guys, guys need to be encouraged to explore. 
So in our current world, um, you know, the economy in the world is different. So from, from the past, very different. And I would say exploration, uh, tra- and I don't mean just travel like, oh, yes, I went to Bali for a couple days and I hung out with my friends and we smoked a lot of pot and did some mushrooms. I'm talking about like, you know, go on, you know, go the on the Appalachian Trail hike through, you know, um, go travel around the world um, and see some cool shit, do some stuff and don't do it on your parents' money, do it on your dime right? It needs to be on your dime. So you feel the freedom and the exhilaration of doing what you want to do. Um, but you, you will, you, it will change your perspective, but also it will change your idea of self-reliance. When you travel to strange and, and uh, non-native areas to where you live and you survive for long periods of time and you even, you thrive, you develop friendships, you learn languages you push yourself mentally and physically to some limits and you and i think this is super important for men right of course you know i like i said this is focused on men so fuck it i'm not going to qualify it for women women you know what you can do but this is for like young guys uh i totally think that every young guy needs to be going to the gym needs to be lifting weights needs to be getting stronger should every young guy should doesn't need to be a full-time entrepreneur but should start a side hustle at some point in their life preferably younger when the testosterone is flowing strong start a business start a side hustle um and every young guy not everybody but most young guys should also be traveling and i don't mean like traveling in four-star result resorts i mean like going to weird places they've never been to and living and surviving and doing some cool shit so you get to explore, you get to get stronger, you get to uh, provide, but you get to do it in a non-certain environment because everything today is so certain and predictable. It can take away from our instincts, especially the male instinct. I think a lot of male instinct is uh, able to be adapted to uncertainty in environment, but our current environment is very certain, so it can dull the senses. Anyway, that's all I got to say for today. You can go to my website, tstutch.com, email me, tayradio1 at gmail.com, follow me on Twitter, tstutch1. Um, you can uh, go to my YouTube, Taylor Space Stutch. Thank you for listening.